Imagine this, you're one of the largest exercise brands in the world. How do you get your DevOps in shape? Ledge sits down with Bob Chin, Senior Director of Technical Operations at Beachbody to chat DevOps, deployment, working with multiple distributed teams, and knocking off technical debt. See, it turns out software teams often want to do their own thing until they don't. A good ops team knows how to serve them, support them, and also give them room to set their own standards when needed. As Bob reminds us, there's always room for improvement. Hey, Bob, good to have you. Same here. Thank you, David. Thanks for inviting me. Uh, can you give, you know, like a two or three minute intro of yourself and your work for the, the listeners before we dive in? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I'm currently the Senior Director of uh, Technical Operations over at Beachbody LLC. Um, many of you might not heard of Beachbody, but, you know, we're the creators of, you know, P90X and Insani and those, those workouts that everybody is very familiar with. Um, and, you know, I, I've been, I'm managing their, uh, the DevOps organization over at Beachbody. Um, the previous five years, I've also been running operations groups, orbiting operations groups, uh, whether they're DevOps or, or uh, system operations and so forth. Um, I've been purely in the cloud world. Um, I've only been working in AWS or in projects of migrating from data center to AWS. Uh, and that's kind of a, a quick nutshell in terms of my background um, most recently. So I totally never do this, but, you know, I heard a great joke about, you know, like somebody saying I, I watched uh, both seasons of P90X and still didn't <laughs> start working yet. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, if not, I highly encourage you to try it out. You, you, might, you might break into a, a pretty big sweat. Crack a beer and sit on the couch and watch a couple seasons, right? Um, you know, you know I, I'll probably be right there with you doing that. <laughs> Exercise. Anyway, back to technology. <laughs> yeah. um, so, you know, I'm curious, what, what are the challenges that you face? I mean, obviously, you guys probably do a tremendous amount of traffic. Um, you're, you know, you're probably thinking about all kinds of uh, operational bottlenecks, scaling, horizontal, vertical, you know, what kind of stuff do you run into? And, and what precisely does the, the stack look like to handle that kind of beating? Yeah, no, our, our stack varies. Um, and, you know, we, we have our own data center stack, that, you know, with the team that we support for enterprise teams, as well as our digital stack that supports and manage, and builds our uh, Beachbody On Demand, which is our video streaming platform. Um, so the stack varies from Java to Node to PHP, and, and it varies quite a bit. Um, the challenges are really is that we, you know, have a lot of legacy pipelines and jobs, uh, and we're really trying to kind of take Beachbody to the next level in terms of from a DevOps perspective as well as automation. Not that you know, we haven't done a great job, but there's always room for improvement, and we're just kind of taking it to the next level. What are you doing on the deployment pipeline side, CI, CD? Um, you know, how many developers you're working with? Like, what's the organization, and you know, sort of what's the pipeline for getting code to production? Yeah, so we work with two. The DevOps organization at Beachbody works with two development teams uh, in general, our, our enterprise team as well as our digital team. Uh, and then each side ranges from 50 to 80 developers, uh, and depending on the number of projects that they're working on. Uh, what we were primarily using was Jenkins for kind of build and deploy. And we're really kind of taking that model and shifting a little bit and breaking out, you know, the build and the deploy. So CI using its own CI tool sets and CD using, using its own CD tool sets as well. Uh, and not really kind of commingling the two because if there's ever any issues with Jenkins, and that means you know you, you really can't build at all and deploy. 
Right, right. And um, given all those different stacks, I, I imagine you're sort of dealing with like, do you have to have different um, build strategies for, you know, some of the legacy code versus some of the you know, the new stuff and how you make those transitions? Like if you have to support all those different stacks and environments? Yeah, no, our build strategy is really to provide some sort of process, right? So a standardized process for the development teams to follow and to work through and really utilize the development engineers, uh, the software engineers knowledge and, uh, and skill set to actually create the, and create those CI pipelines. Because to be honest with you, we're, we're not going to be working as more in depth with them on the, on the CI side as the, as the engineers are. So we provide these standards and the processes for them and really then have the software engineers um, uh, create the CI jobs. Now, there are other teams where they really need a lot of help and they just really need, and we're, we're, we're looking at like, yeah, they need help. I'm not certain if we want to just give them full control to create the CI jobs. So that's where we will step in and say, look, we're going to create the CI jobs for you. And then we meet with them um, constantly to just to understand how they do things and where where things are um, and also kind of changing the way they're doing things um, you know one thing we're trying to do is before we're building artifacts and deploying out the artifacts as, as the code itself and taking the model taking that model really shifting towards containers so we're being you know working with docker as well as kubernetes and building out docker and kubernetes artifacts do you end up finding that uh, the demands from the developers of different styles and classes, you know, enterprise versus consumer, what have you, um, are, are different, you know, and so what kind of stresses do you face as an organization to try to unify the process, you know, when there's, there's different groups, there's different users for your standpoint. Absolutely. Uh, how do you, you know, coalesce that into one thing that centralizes ops? Yeah. You know, <laughs> That's a great question because that that's really is a big struggle is how do you work with multiple groups and multiple software teams, right? And and each each team wants to do their own thing. Um, so it, it's been a challenge because yeah, I've, I've had software engineering teams, you know, current as well as past say, look, we don't want DevOps, right? We're, you're just going to slow us down. For, forget it. We're just going to go do our own things. And they, at, at the end game, they always come back. And say, hey, look, we need help. Um, how we do that is really, you know, I, I work with one team, right? Try to focus on one team, and and really create some really big successes uh, for that, and show that look how, how much we can automate, what we can do with these new processes, and how much time you get back. Uh, and really, based off that, is then we have other teams like, oh, look, well, actually, we want to use that tool as well, and 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 then process. Now, what we did was we created really kind of like a, like a reference pipeline and you know based on that reference pipeline you either put in that type of um, language that they're using and then the build process and so forth but the reference pipeline really is like, okay we're gonna we're gonna use this tool the first step you can do this second step you're gonna do you know some sort of code analysis third third step is you know build the artifact and then scan scan for vulnerabilities once the artifact is completed and then go on to the cd base so that's kind of how we did it was we structured it so you can just really plug and play you using any type of, I don't know, data dog, new relic, anything like that to track, you know, uh, the data and the, the deployment pipeline, you know, performance and things like that. Yeah. So we, we, we have, um, 
app dynamic, not dynamics, I apologize, data, uh, Dynatrace. So we'll use Dynatrace to kind of capture all that metrics from the APM side. And what have you learned from that process? Yeah, I hear a lot of people talking about that, wow, we wish we had tracked these metrics to begin with. We could have fixed things, you know, right at the beginning. Uh, what's that been like as you, as you build out and scale? Yeah, and we're really, when we recently acquired Dynatrace, so we're still kind of working out the kinks in that process. But in terms of the CI/CD, we really haven't got to integrate Dynatrace in that aspect. Um, we've really just re been using Dynatrace from the operational perspective. But what we're looking to do is obviously, as we deploy the artifact um, and run our run our QA test, is then to have to look at the Dynatrace results and see if we are actually getting more errors or not. So. One thing we're trying to do right now is also get better baselines. Um, baselines is always a tricky thing to get, uh, and I'm really helping the QA team and the application teams to, you know, kind of understand the baselines and try to figure out what the baselines should be. Right, and it's tempting to make your baseline as bad as possible, but you know, of, yes. course, you're, of course, you're not doing that. Yeah, and that's you know, that's always a struggle because <laughs> right. everybody would. So you know you got you got you got this you got the software manager because no 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 that that's wrong my 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 app can handle more more than that that's you know and so that's he's he's going to reset the baseline to whatever he wants it to be. So, last question I kind of ask everybody you know we're in the business of finding and evaluating and you know really vetting you know just super senior engineers DevOps software architecture etc. And, you know, we have a, a process that we go through for that. It's very rigorous. Um, but, you know, I think we're always reaching out for best practices. So I, I love to ask every guest, you know, how do you evaluate and determine like the very best DevOps engineers in front of you, you know, trying to join your team? Like, how do you evaluate? Um, what's the interview process? What are the heuristics you use for somebody to get in the door that you feel comfortable hiring? Wow, that is a that's a loaded question right there. Because <laughs> that, that that process is always tricky, and it it varies, you know, by team as well. Um, but you know, first and foremost, um, I usually definitely check to see if you know DevOps and you mix with the team, with the core team first. Uh, um, then based off this, I really want to understand how, how they do their CI/CD and what is their kind of perfect ideal CI/CD process and what tools would they utilize and 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 where did it put them too because your process depending on where and how you start is is pretty critical um and everybody varies and, and i look at that right based off that then i kind of just dig into it do their experience about you know what they use how they utilize it and what what their pain points and their their um their successes have been and, and really kind of understand the um they're thinking that way. Um, and I'll let my engineers kind of dig into their technical backgrounds, like, okay, how do you, you know, do error handling and so forth. But that's usually how I go about it is really, do they understand, you know, how to do CICD properly in a way that I'm thinking about doing CICD? Because that's how the team is doing it. And, I, you know, to shift it midway through and have somebody kind of just, you know, throw an egg into the pie, it's, it's, it's gonna be pretty chaotic. Always want to avoid chaos. Yes. Well, you, you're going to have chaos. You just don't have control chaos. Constructive chaos, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. Well, Bob, really good to have you, man. I appreciate the insights and uh, best of luck um, thank you. getting through the, the holiday traffic. Yeah, thank you. And you have a good holiday as well. Thanks for listening to the Frontier Podcast produced by Gun.io. 
We're the only freelancing platform where engineers actually go to hire other engineers. If you enjoyed the show and want to learn more about how to hire or freelance with us, head over to gun.io slash podcast to get in touch and we'll pay for your first 10 hours with a kick-ass engineer. Thanks for listening to the Frontier Podcast produced by Gun.io. We're the only freelancing platform where engineers actually go to hire other engineers. If you want to learn more about how to hire or freelance with us, head over to Gun.io and get in touch. Let us know you heard the podcast and we'll pay for your first 10 hours with a kick-ass engineer.